Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hey, everybody. This is Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast with Eden and Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi. Hey, everybody. Hey. Um, so today we are going to talk about something that I remember, I think if I remember correctly, of the 160-something episodes we have, this is remains our number one topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So, and this was recorded back when we almost kind of around when we first started too. Um, and so today we're going to talk more about it, which is how to start developing your sixth sensory abilities. Um, yeah. And I, I think um, some people think they don't have them, but I think mm-hmm. we, I think for the most part, everyone does, right? What do you think? Right. We all, we all can, um, yeah. but it, you're right because it, it's interesting. Like I've spoken to so many groups where I ask that question, like raise your hand if you feel like you have, you know, a, a decent or strong intuition and like, like only 20% of people raise their hand. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just don't, so, don't, they don't know. But they don't know. We can give examples today though. Um, so people can really, can realize, whoa, that does happen to me. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I think starting, you know, um, Lisa Husher that came on our show a while back, she did talk about this, but I'll just say it quickly. Um, that you if you're clairvoyant, you're able to see visions of things. Sometimes you're able to see prophecies or visions of what's going to come about or visions that give you examples of something um, or see different things. And then clairaudient is when you hear things. So messages might come through it doesn't always necessarily mean you'll hear voices, but they just kind of come through like, like, like thought, like hearing, like a um, thought, like, like we think it's our own thought, but it's not. Well, that's claircognizant. So it's different. It's, yeah. Claircognizant is when you get like ideas popping in that aren't yours, that you know, oh, that okay. intuitively. So clairaudient would be that you actually have almost like where you can hear it. You might hear it. Yeah. You might literally hear it or you might hear it in your head. Um, and so then claircognizant, I get claircognizant a lot. Like I'll get, you know, words and sentences popping in. And a lot of times I don't know what they mean. Um, and then clairsentient is when you feel and you sense things. So you might feel bad energy. You might feel that someone, um, is thinking, you know, jealous thoughts about you (laughs) (laughs) or you might just feel like, oh, that's a good decision. That's a bad decision. You know, things like that, like a, Claire sentience. And then there's, there's other ones. There's ones with like smelling. Yes. Um, but those are the main ones. Yeah. There's four main. And then I think there's six or seven of them. Like, yeah, we probably should have had pre- prepared for <laughs> go back to Lisa's episode. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> um, and I think that I have every, a little of every, every one of them, a little bit of every one of them. Right. Me too. <sighs> yeah. I want to start by asking you, because I thought it was really interesting, and I, I feel like you could help me with this. Um, well, first of all, we had a quote that that I posted the other day that Eden 
resonated with and I resonate with. And so I'm going to read that. A positive thinker sees the invisible, Mm -hmm. feels the intangible, and achieves the impossible. Yeah. So a lot of what six sensory um, abilities or six sensory living is, is when something can be unexplained, like scientifically. It doesn't always have to be explained by logic or reason. It might just be a knowing. It might just be that you are the only one who saw that vision, you know, but you have this strong knowing, a sixth sense, knowing that this is true. Mm-hmm. And most of the time you get, you actually get validation that it is true later on or from someone else or through signs, like there's so many or something happening. Um, And so I think that's important. And so also Eden talked about not trying, just knowing. And so when you do your automatic writing and when you receive messages from past loved ones and guides, how do you do that without trying? Like, what does that mean to you? (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because the other just the other day, I was trying to teach some friends of mine how to do what I call I think my daughter or Missy taught me what this means or um, no, what they told me what it's called, which is flow writing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So anybody could do this. And I was trying to teach them, but they you really have to be able to let go. So it's get out of your head, not overthink, not judge yourself, not, not look at it. Like you have to be perfect. There's no right or wrong way to do it. You just let go and let the pen write. Um, and that's basically, like I said, something that anybody can do, but it doesn't have to come from where mine comes from because mine comes from the dead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I can also channel my higher self and get answers for myself. Um, but you know, channeling someone who's passed on, uh, that's not something that everybody is able to do, but everyone could do the flow writing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's the not trying part that is how it's going to actually come through clearly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And not only the not trying, but it's like, get out of your own way, get out of your ego, like put the ego aside. um, Because the the ego wants to control. Um. And it's not just with the writing, but it's anything listening to your intuition and, you know, your higher self, your inner truth, your soul. And that's going to give you all the answers that you need. Um, But a lot of people don't either know how or they don't trust it. Um, Mm -hmm. We have a lot of (laughs) people who still have self-doubt. I do sometimes still. Mm -hmm. Um, And they like we we are supposed to go by faith on these things, but we need the ego wants proof that it's real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a hard, hard thing to balance. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing readings for almost 20 years and I still get those silly thoughts that come in and go, Oh, what if this wasn't, doesn't work today? Or like, what if Mm -hmm. that wasn't true? And so you have to, I think that's going to happen for most people. And so you have to learn the difference of like, okay, well, that's just a habitual silly thought coming in Tune and get back into your heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And like Missy says, get out of your head and into your heart. And you, oh, you yeah. <laughs> say that over and over, get out of your head and into your heart. It'll help you just like shut up the mind, yeah. especially if you're, if let's say you are doing a reading for yourself or for someone, or you're just looking for an answer to something, maybe you're making a decision and you say out loud, okay, you know, divine God, universe, whatever, um, what am I meant to do? 
to tune in and either flow right or listen or, or have a message come in of what you're meant to do, you need to quiet that part of the mind that might go, what are, who are you to be doing this? You know, just all these silly thoughts that come in. Thoughts yeah. aren't, you know. Yeah. And then there's also that part where the ego is biased. So we want to hear what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like why someone might not come to have a reading with me is because they don't want to hear certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The truth. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. They will always get the truth when they work with me. I'm sure it's same for you, but yeah, not everybody wants to hear that. Um, they want to stay in their little, what I call fantasy bubble. Um, and so that is a way to um, block in your, your intuition as well. Right. And with, with not trying, do you feel like, so for me, um, I feel like I had a knowing that I could do readings and I was getting messages and things like that. So I started just following that and doing it. Um, and so for the most part, I don't really ask to do it. I just do it, but I do pray and, and ask to turn off something that is about someone passing away or getting sick or you know things like that I don't want to know unless I really could genuinely help them in some way um and so I do feel like that works to turn that off and there there have been like there was a time years ago now like probably 15 years ago that I was meditating and I was like I feel I'm ready to start seeing angels and orbs and guides like can I see them? Is there a way that I could just start seeing them? And I literally started seeing them that night. <laughs> yeah. And I do all the time still. Yeah. Uh, and then for those of you wanting to know more about that, it, it happens for me, like I'll see little like colored dots, um, but they stay for a long period of time, longer than just a quick second. Um, or sometimes I'll see blobs of color. Um, there have been times where I actually saw angel shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been a few times I saw dark figures, but I prayed them away or got away quickly. Cause I don't want to involve that. Um, yeah. what about you? All of it, all of the above. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm able to, um, ask to turn it on and off basically. Um, and that's something that took a lot of time to practice and learn, you know, how how to perfect that the turning it off um Mm -hmm. which i get that question a lot from people um and then there's also something you brought up what what you with what you just said made me realize um or recall i had a call uh, the other day with a client and and this has happened a number of times they they asked me beforehand how do you make sure that what they call bad, bad spirits don't come in. Mm -hmm. Do you get that from people? Um, Not as much because I don't do like as much readings with, you know, people who passed away. Yeah. Okay. So um, I have a standard answer for that. Two, two ways to answer, which I can't remember. Did I talk about this on the show before? No. Okay. I mean, I want to know what (laughs) are like what we do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I just don't want to repeat myself. But one thing is that I have learned that over the years, there's not necessarily a reason to call them bad or to be afraid of them. Um, it's really, again, our ego needing to protect ourselves and 
and also taking into consideration what they show on in movies and television that they portray spirits or ghosts as as a bad thing um i don't i don't have the experience of them being bad um so i i don't support that belief um and once somebody lets their guard down, they realize, oh, this energy is here in my home for a reason not to hurt me, but because they have unfinished business or, you know, they they have uh, a message for me or they passed away in this house, but it's nothing like harmful. So there's that. Uh, what you have something to say? I, just, I wanted to ask because I've had I've had a couple experiences where they attached themselves to me and I had to do like clearings to get that to stop. So I think in that case, it doesn't have to be bad, but you do have to protect your energy. And we, we definitely should go into that for a minute. I know we have before, but just a quick. Yeah. And there's a fine line for me too. And the, what I believe to be needing what, whether we need protection or not. Um, when we set ourselves up for saying like, by saying like, we, I want to protect myself in, you know, when I go out today or when I do this reading, um, I think that already makes us come from a negative place and a place of like, Oh, this, we are already thinking that this energy is bad. Mm -hmm. So if we let go, when we say, you know, that we are in the, in, in the light, we're in the divine light or we're, we have, you know, the higher what? power that's with us. Um, we don't have to ask for the protection. We just know that it's, you know, something that we we it's a given in a way but um we don't want to put it out there that there's something wrong right but what if you go like what if for example like i've gone to a concert and it had a lot of really dark energy like in low energy and i came back feeling wiped out and like i had weird stuff on me what do you do then like i feel like there's some circumstances where you could do like some sort of clearing energy like even if you just take a sea salt bath I was you know. going to say that. I was going to say that. So it's just about labeling something as bad or good. It's, uh -huh. have to, I think it's important to be careful with that. Um, yeah. But yes, if we feel, because that's, what is it? Clear, clear audience. No. What is it? Which one is that where you feel, you feel other people's energy, clear sentience. Yeah. So we're feeling other people's energy. We do have the ability to do that. So we can ask our bodies to just kind of turn it off. <laughs> mm -hmm. that, you know, so that we can coexist in the world with other people <laughs> um, yeah. instead of like, I don't know, going around. I feel like it's like we're saying like everybody has a disease and we have to protect ourselves all the time. And that's right. like that's like having to be hyper vigilant all the time. That and it's exhausting. <laughs> so I don't know. I just see it like that. I'm just trying not to make any of it negative or bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I get why why you feel like, you know. I've that's happened to me too. Um, yeah, and I like your perspective. It that seems more relaxing to do it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and have it pressed, but I think it's also like what what has helped me get more into that place you're talking about is to sometimes I have to do it. You know, especially if I'm not feeling well, I have to do it like 300 times a day, probably. But um, getting back to a place of like, okay, I'm tuned into my heart and soul, which is connected to oneness, which means you're forever connected to divine energy and yourself like all as one and when i then i know it's not just me and i don't feel alone and it yeah. helps me yeah yeah, yeah. Trust, trust and have faith in whatever is happening there is some sort of higher good even if we don't quite know what it is yet 
Yes. Yeah. Because even in a situation that can be hard, difficult, negative, painful, um, there is always a higher purpose in it. There's a purpose in it for our pain. That's what I believe. Um, yeah. But back to, I was going to say the second part of my answer um, is when people ask me, you know, what do I do when there's a dark energy or how do I keep it from happening? Um, so one is that I don't look at it like it's a bad thing. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the second one is um, it's just that they have um, it, it's like needing more acceptance for what what they need to hear, like just really letting go. Um, and when they do that, it's there's nothing nothing bad is going to happen. Um, mm -hmm. And then we we can't control anything, but I don't hear from, you know, someone coming through, giving me a prediction, like something bad's going to happen or someone's going, right. going to pass away. Like that just doesn't happen in my readings. I don't even, I can't even say hundred percent with hundred percent certainty how I do that. I just, it just doesn't happen. Um, yeah. But, but some people feel like for maybe religious beliefs or they've heard stories, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that they look at it like they they put fear into it already they project a fear and there's no reason to do that mm -hmm. it just yeah just let go right yeah i like that that makes a lot of sense um <clears throat> i think also having everyone know there's a few different things you could do is is like i i get really strongly the healing making sure you're feeling like you're healed and you're not you know clogged up with emotions or things holding you back like blocks or heart walls or you know things that Skylar teaches <laughs> um but I think doing a lot of healing work it's a continuous journey of healing work and so making sure that you're doing healing work but also at least for me I I feel like I have to go into nature as often as I can and that mm -hmm. helps me feel more intuitive and more like I'm going to see signs and more grounded and yeah you know, for me, it's, I feel like it's a challenge sometimes because I, I'm not feeling well. And so then I'll feel like I can't connect. And so if I go into nature and do some sort of grounding, a lot of times that opens that back up again. I know. I remember you recently told me when you, you had a day you weren't feeling well and you went and did something like I, I got like intuitively, okay, you need to go outside and walk, I think is what it was. And mm -hmm and do like a soul soul walk um and you felt better afterwards because you did mm -hmm. that you ground got grounded and you connected and it i mean be, i do think that a lot of times when we're not feeling well part of it is is how what our perspective is on it mm -hmm. yeah but that's a whole other subject but <laughs> <laughs> back to that's a really good point in how we connect with our our sixth sense um is by healing so that we could be more open and not all you know clogged up with stuff with mm -hmm. with baggage yeah is to heal right. release a lot of those old beliefs and limiting beliefs and stories that we have in our head yeah and i i feel like one of the great teachers that's helped me the most with intuition and and spirituality is dr wayne dyer like i've just watched and read so much of his stuff and I feel like it's helped me be more aware of things in my sixth sense. And so I think he's a great one to go to for those kind of things. Yeah. 
as well. So what about your normal life, Eden? What do you do? Like, it, it's so funny because I think that people that don't know you would, or anyone who's a medium would go, oh, like, what are they doing all the time? Are they just like meditating or, <laughs> or you know, um, looking at crystals or, you know, like there's, you just get these stereotypical ideas. You know, this brings up a story for me. Um, this is, yeah, to answer your question, I think I have to tell this story. Um, I do what I can to just have a normal life. That's, you know, bottom line. Um, there was a client that I did a reading for a few years back. She actually came with someone. The other person is the one who was open to the reading. This lady just wanted to sit in on it and not get messages. Um, it doesn't work that way. Anyone in the room is going to get messages. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could tell even the look on her face, she was so closed. She was so guarded, but the messages kept coming through for her. And, and when she was responding, she led me to believe that everything was wrong, that it was coming through for her. And I felt so stupid. Um, by the end of it, I'm like, oh my gosh. And she's someone I knew in like a, a social circle that I was in. Um, not too long after that, I went to a party, a holiday party, and she was there. And I remember this was there with a friend and I was like, oh my gosh, she's whispering about me. And she just had this horrible reading and, and now she's telling everyone. And so that was part of like how I lived my life is like always worried about what people think because mm -hmm. they think I'm crazy or weird, you know, and, 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 um, so all these years later, fast forward to like a couple of weeks ago, she came in for another reading and I'm like, why are you back? And, <laughs> um, needless to say, she, we talked about this in particular party and, um, I told her what I was thinking that I thought she was talking bad about me at this party. Uh -huh. And I was so used to that happening. So I would always brace myself for that kind of thing. Um, she's like, no, not at all. First of all, I would never tell anyone about having a reading with you. Um, but also um, she's like, I was thinking that you were looking at me negatively. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because what actually the truth was, was that she was lying to me. And everything that came through in the reading was true. Oh, and, oh and, and so she thought I was able to see through that. Uh -huh. And I knew she was lying to me. And she's oh. like, oh, my gosh, she must hate me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like you have extra superpowers. Right, right. And I mean, I did sense we, mm -hmm. like, yes, a bunch of different things with her. But no, not that I did not realize any of that. So we both were like kind of weird thinking weird thoughts about each other. Um, so yeah, that has happened. Things like that have happened a lot. And I've had to like find a way to just be myself mm -hmm. um, and not, I have had to separate from like other people's opinions. Yeah. And not worry what they think. And they, they're like, Oh, I'm afraid to hang out with her because she might read my mind or. Yeah, that's you know? exactly. Yeah. She didn't want me to, I think it was that, I think that you're right about that. That's another thing that she said to me the other day was she said, I, I wanted to hide because I didn't want you to read me more because you already gave me this freaky ass reading <laughs> and, and I was so scared of it. So I didn't, I just wanted to cover up and not be noticed by you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, a good, 
good um, lesson that we assume. A lot of times we assume we know what someone else is seeing or thinking, and it's yep. usually not what we assume. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But you still, but so then, okay. So then you try to live as normal as possible. So what's an example of that? Like, what do you do? Oh gosh, I don't do very much. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, I'm, I have a lot of friends, but some of my friends don't understand me very well. <laughs> so it's, it's just really like finding a way to, again, to, re, uh, to be, myself amongst other people who just don't think the same way so i've mm -hmm. re really had to navigate that in the best way that i can and i have yeah i enjoy the things that i do and and i you know i get to be social sometimes but you're always telling me i don't do i don't get out enough so no you tell me that a lot you're projecting oh my gosh Let's, I have don't a, let's have an argument on, on the air. That. I know. Okay. Name the last time I said that. Oh, but you have said it, right? I'm maybe I've said it. I don't know. Like, oh, no. you should out or something like that. I don't think I've been like, you don't get out enough. No, that's the way I interpreted. But you probably said, um, because like, you've made suggestions to me. You're like, oh, you should do go out and do this and that. And then, okay, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never meant it from anything anything like um feeling like your lack it's i was no just, it's not yeah. that no yeah. but i but it's true i always thought everything whenever you, i heard you say something like that i i knew it was true i just um i am really good about being sort of like um at home and and with i think that's probably a good answer to that question is how because of what i do and i'm a little uh different than most people I have had to become accustomed to just my little circle of people mm -hmm. and I'm very comfortable with that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> my question. Um, so yeah. So the, for those listening, you know, I think that um, start to notice when you're right, start to notice when you are the way you get messages, um, start to journal more and, and try the free flow writing, the flow writing, um, where you just let go and let kind of let your pen gaze on the paper and then see what, what comes up in that writing. Um, and then just write down or notice when you are correct or when you, when you're onto something or signs you see, sometimes you see signs in the form of like you hear songs three times in one day or somebody tells you the same thing you know, multiple times in one week that would normally not happen. Um, or you might see things like a, a sign just like goes in front of your face when you drive by. That's exactly the answer to your question. Mm, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's a common one where you're like, okay, that could not have been a coincidence. I had I had somebody a, a client who was going through like a breakup, and they were kind of deciding like, should I keep him or dump him? Cause he's kind of a jerk, but I love him. And a bus drove by that said something like, yeah, dump him. And she, she took a picture. She's like, Oh my God, it was the yeah. exact answer. You yeah. know? So those, those kind of things, um, watching animals is a good one because animals are really intuitive and they're very present and in the now. Yeah. Um, and you I mentioned, you mentioned even the walking meditation or the, um, what did you call it? Soul nature, walk, soul, soul walk. Yeah. yeah but going you know if you have an intention if you're starting to want to 
develop your sixth sense more, go into nature or the beach or somewhere outside and go, okay, I'm going to focus for a minute or two on what I see. And then I'm going to focus on what I hear. And then even go so far as to what am I sensing? Because sometimes you might get messages that way. Like, what am I feeling right now about the city I'm in or whatever it might be? Yeah, but it's always um, don't force it. Don't look for it. Let it come to you. Whatever the sign is, whatever the message is, the synchronicity. Yeah, just let it happen. Let go. Right. And a lot of people, though, okay, a lot of people will say, I hear this a lot, and I have to work at it, too. How do you let go? You know, and um, and that's another episode. Yeah. (laughs) But, But just to explain it in that way, I would say, like, let's say I went out in nature and I was feeling off or stressed and it was hard to let go because I was just in my head or feeling tense, then I would start small by taking some breaths, by maybe doing the box breathing where you breathe in four, hold four, out four, hold four, um, and then start to tune in, just tune in to, oh, those are the trees. They're making these sounds. It's going to get you out of your head Mm -hmm. and back into your heart and back into connecting with, with oneness and earth. Yeah. And I think, the op- yes. And the opposite of that, I think is when we're trying to be in control. So when we're in control, it's hard to recognize, but try to have an awareness about that when, when you're doing that. And there's so many different forms of trying to control, <laughs> even, even controlling the way you talk. Right. Or the way you think, the way you feel all of that. The, the book right now, I have a, a book club on this book by Dr. Wayne Dyer right now. And it's on the book called real magic. And he talks about levels of letting go like, and it's really good. So mm, there I you rec- go. I recommend that. Okay. There's some good advice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I hope everyone got some great tips from this and um, please share with us. You know, we, we tend to have, posts made and um, things made if, if people write back and share their testimonials or questions or quotes. And so feel free to do that on our social media at Talk Purpose Truth or um, on TalkPurposeAndTruth.com. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com. And follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.